Hello, my name is Crystal Hall, and I want to welcome you to the podcast Overcomer. What is the purpose of this podcast? It is essentially for people who have experienced something in their lives that brought them basically to kind of a ground zero place where um, something unexpected happened to them and they are forced to kind of re-examine um, their spot in life, but have been able to come back and have overcome that adversity and have come back even stronger. In my case, um, I was married for 31 years when my then husband decided to tell me that our marriage was over. So why is this significant? Um, you know, essentially, we had what I thought was a pretty solid marriage. We had raised three kids. Um, two of them were out on their own. Um, our, our last one was um, essentially um, on his own as well. And, you know, we were in the process or we had just sold um, a home and we then bought a new home. For me, I never saw this coming. I knew that there are ups and downs in every marriage. And at the time, I knew that with the changes that were taking place, that my then husband was struggling a little bit, but I certainly did not anticipate that that struggle would include him wanting to leave the marriage. I had gone on vacation with my sister, was gone for about two weeks, and then when I came back, I was home for about two weeks and noticed that my then husband was um, not very happy. And so the weekend that he told us that um, he thought our marriage was over, um, I asked him, hey, you know, what's going on? And so he basically said, I think we're done. You know, that weekend um, was a pretty devastating weekend for me. Um, I never saw it coming. You know, I'm, I'm one of these people where when I am faced with something um, like this, what I tend to do is I go and start I research. And so the, the immediate thing that I did was I went out looking for books that I could read that could perhaps explain uh, the sudden change in my husband's attitude. You know, we had bought this house. We went out before I left to buy furniture for this house. Uh, we bought appliances for this house. And so when I say that even though I knew that there was a little bit of struggle on his part, I thought that'd be something that we'd be able to work through. And I, I certainly didn't think that these struggles that he was having was the end of my marriage. You know, one of the first books that I stumbled upon um, was called Runaway Husbands, The Abandoned Wife's Guide to Recovery and Renewal. This book is written by Vicki Stark, and the exceptional thing about this book, um, and I'm going to be coming back to this book probably more than once in this podcast, is that it really describes uh, so well the process that women go through um, when they have a spouse who suddenly decides at least in the eyes of the women, that they are done with the marriage. 
this kind of was my Bible during this struggle. You know, I am now a year and a half out. It'll be two years coming up this summer from when he dropped the bomb. And that's essentially kind of the jargon that we use uh, for women who are kind of facing this. I found this book so helpful because it really resonated. You know, there were things in this book that were exactly what my now ex-husband did um, during the course of him leaving. You know, so in in, in my particular situation, it took uh, basically seven months um, from the time that he dropped the bomb um, to the time that I asked him to leave. So I'm not the classic case of abandoned wife. Um, In some of these situations, there are men who just never come home one day and their wives never hear from them again. Um, Or they only hear from them because they're served with divorce papers. Um, There are are husbands in this um, book where, kind of like my ex-husband, they say that the marriage is over and yet they don't leave, um, but they engage in behaviors that, you know, they say actions speak louder than words that give you every indication that they have already exited the marriage, but they are not ready to, uh, for whatever reason, officially make that declaration. Uh, for my ex-husband, it was a situation where he didn't really want to be the bad guy. And so I kept telling him, you know, um, if you're going to do this, you know, you, you need to be the one that ends the marriage because I'm not going to be the one that ends it because this isn't my decision. I'll kind of talk about my journey to where I got to the point to where I was, I was like, I kind of need to take my power back you know, and eventually did end up asking him to leave. Uh, so this book, Runaway Husbands, is one of the very first books that I turned to. And like I said, I found it to be very, very exceptional in helping me um, look at the process that not only my ex-husband was going through um, and some of the things that he was saying to me, but also the process that I was going through and being able to see that there was going to be light at the end of this really, really, really dark tunnel that I was in. Another book that I bought um, was called Crazy Time, Surviving Divorce and Building a New Life. That book is called is written by Abigail Trafford. And so this was another book that I found helpful. And I'll be kind of going more into more detail in regards to this book as well. And then finally, the last book that I read um, was Getting Past Your Breakup, How to Turn a Devastating Loss into the Best Thing That Ever Happened to You. And, you know, I think I'm kind of living that right now. You know, there are things that I'm doing that during the course of my marriage, I never anticipated that I'd be doing. Um, I got married at 20 years old. I met my ex-husband when I was 19, married him a year later, you know, was married to him for 32 years. You know, I'm lucky in the sense that I did go back to school and I did, you know, earn my bachelor's degree and eventually my master's degree. And I have a pretty um, solid career now. But, you know, I was really young when I got married and I really took those vows seriously and getting to a place where I didn't see what my future was going to be 
without my husband in in my life. Kind of going through that process, I think kind of crossed with how our society now um, views divorce. Divorce is so commonplace that I think that if you go through a grieving process, that kind of the expectation is, is that you should be over it fairly quickly. That everybody gets divorced, everybody goes through this. Uh, or a lot of people go through this. Why is it taking you so long? Why aren't you just moving on with your life? You know, there's all these things that we kind of now look at divorce as just another step in this process. And I just kind of want it out there that it's not necessarily the case, you know, that every situation is different. I think there are some people that can bounce um, back fairly quickly from a divorce, Um, And then there's others that can't. And I don't think it's a fault of somebody who can't bounce back quickly or it's a fault of somebody who's able to get over it really quickly. I think it really depends upon the situation and the circumstances that are involved um, as to what led up to that divorce. Um, I'm going to be kind of talking about the challenges that I have faced Um, I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to bring in other women and men who have faced similar challenges, um, either, you know, whether it's a divorce or some other type of crisis in their life that they never saw coming. And, you know, you face really, really dark times. And I think it's really important to talk about those dark times. But then I think it's also important then to share the victories because I really want other women and men who are going through something right now to see that this might be the worst thing that has ever happened to you, but it could also be the greatest gift that you ever get in your life. Um, I mean, who knew, you know, two years ago that I'd be contemplating um, doing a podcast and I have no idea if this is going to be successful or not. But, you know, my hope really is because I, you know, the work that I do, I help people every day and I just see this as one more avenue where I can help maybe somebody find hope in their journey, especially if they're at the beginning of the journey or maybe they're a little bit further in the journey and they kind of feel stuck. And so I'm really hoping that I'm going to be able to just kind of share my story and share the stories of others and talk about, you know, the ways that I have found in order to get through this. Because believe me, even though it's a year and a half out, um, you know, it was just a few weeks ago, even where I was in, you know, not so great place, but um, I worked through it and I continue to try to work through those times that are really, really difficult. You know, so I went through months of fog Um, The months of fog started in July of 2017 um, and essentially on some levels kind of ended in January of 2018 when I finally asked my ex-husband to leave so that I could start healing. And that was uh, both really scary and also very powerful um, feeling for me because my future, I felt at that point, was no longer in his hands. You know, another thing that I did um, during these months of fog uh, is I, you know, I reached out and I reconnected with one of my closest, um, you know, she's like my sister. And um, her name is Leah. And you're going to be, I'm going to be talking about Leah kind of throughout this, I think. Um, you know, I reached out to her. She was, she was the person, a person that I grew up with, you know, that, that we were there for each other, you know, when we were children through our teenage years, you know, and then we got married and, 
and that sort of thing. And, and, you know, raised our families and had just kind of, uh, lost that connection for a while, but because of this crisis, I felt it was really important to reconnect with her. And, um, it also, this crisis, if you will, uh, brought me closer to my children in a way that I never quite anticipated. You know, who are the people that you know are going to be there no matter what, um, that in your darkest moments that you're going to be able to text them or call them and just kind of have that voice of reassurance, um, at the other end. And they're going to be able to, um, talk you through uh, the anguish that you're feeling. Um, you know, another thing that I did was I went searching on Facebook, you know, what are some groups that are out there that, um, kind of help women, in my particular case, I really wanted to connect with women who were experiencing what I was experiencing. And one of the things that um, Vicki Stark has created is that she does have a Facebook group that's called Runaway Husbands. And so I was able to connect um, through there. I was able to connect through some other Facebook groups. You know, kind of my caution there is that there are some people who are not able to move through this journey very successfully and they get stuck. Um, one of the things that I am now working really, really hard on is that I believe, you know, I'm, I'm a person who strongly believes that if you put negative out there, negative is going to come back at you. And so I'm working really hard on not necessarily forgiveness because I think it's kind of, uh, a throwaway term, just like sorry is, but I think kind of acceptance to the other person that was involved in my marriage that wasn't my ex-husband. Um, and kind of what I've seen in some of these groups that there's a lot of bashing of that other person and it's not something that I accept or, um, condone. I get why people do that. You know, it makes you kind of feel better momentarily and believe me, I'll be talking about kind of my craziness that I experienced, um, during the months of, uh, you know, during the seven months and, you know, even a few months after the seven months, um, that I kind of keep referring back to, uh, we all, we all do things that we're not proud of. Um, but I think it's really important to acknowledge it. And I think that if you are going through this process healthy, that you are going to look at back at the things that you're not proud of and try to do better moving forward. And so that's, where I'm at right now, you know, I'm really trying to focus on, I have no control over, um, what my ex-husband did. I don't take ownership of what he chose to do. Um, and I have no ownership obviously over the person who got involved, um, during our marriage. And so all I can do is control my reactions, um, to those situations and try to act to the best of my ability moving forward. Um, you know, the other thing that I did is, um, I went to, you know, I went to a therapist and there was a few months where, you know, I was on Prozac and I was on something to help me go to sleep at night because I was not sleeping at all. Um, within the first two months of him dropping the bomb, you know, I lost 30 pounds. Um, you know, so I wasn't eating, I couldn't sleep, you know, so 
anytime that sort of thing, that sort of trauma happens, you know, your body reacts in um, really kind of maybe obvious ways. In my case, it's um, not being able to sleep and not being able to eat. Uh, So everything becomes, I think, much worse in that situation. And so I knew about four months. I mean, the the sad thing of it is, is that it was about four months afterwards because I won't go into all the details, but it was about four months afterwards, I was finally able to connect with a therapist. She helped me through some stuff and the process of us buying the house, we ended up having to sell the house. So I ended up moving and so now I'm living in someplace else, which is an amazing place because I'm like two blocks from um, the water. Uh, So I found another therapist out here, you know, that I'm now seeing, you know, every other week, just because I feel like right now that there are things I'm having to work through that were kind of triggered by my experience with my ex-husband. She's been phenomenal. And right now, you know, kind of my three tips, if you're going through this, is that reach out and reconnect to people that you know have your back. Find Facebook groups or find meetup groups. Find community of people who are maybe going through something similar. Because even as great as my cousin and my daughter were and are to this day in helping me on my next phase of this journey, it was really helpful to find Facebook groups of a community of women who are also experiencing what I'm experiencing and can not only tell me, hey, yes, I experienced this too, but now this is where I'm at in my life. And so it's that's been really helpful. And then the third one is find a good therapist. I went to one therapist that didn't work out, but I didn't give up. So I found my second therapist. She was phenomenal. And then now I'm seeing my third therapist simply because I actually, my second therapist moved and then my, um, and I moved. And so I found this third therapist who actually has experience in some of the other issues that kind of were brought up as a result of my ex-husband choosing to exit the marriage. So kind of what I'm hoping for this podcast is that it's going to be helpful for people. You know, I'm I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to have women and men um, on here that are able to share their stories and share the things that kind of helped them through. And maybe there were things that they discovered that they were passionate about, you know, it'll be something else that I kind of cover in upcoming podcasts is, you know, the the pieces of myself that were buried, you know, through the 32 years. Um, And not necessarily because my ex-husband was this cruel, horrible person. It's just that I think that when we are married, there are things that we give up just because. And then when you are no longer married, you kind of start rediscovering these things. And so, again, I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to have other people on here that are going to be able to share their stories. And so really what I hope for this podcast is that you find it helpful. You're willing to go along this journey. You know, there may be some weeks where it's just me kind of talking about what I'm going through through. You're going to maybe hear some of my stories about the whole dating scene at at, uh, 52, now 53, not having a lot of experience dating prior to getting married. So that's, I think that's a whole episode right there. So, you know, I hope you'll come back and I hope you'll listen and, um, you know, welcome to Overcomer. And I look forward to getting some feedback. And if you're interested in reading more about 
me and the stuff that I like to write about, you're welcome to join me on my blog as well and on Instagram. Uh, my blog name is it's never too late to try.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at I am Crystal Hall. And my name is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L, last name Hall, H-A-L-L. And thank you so much for listening. And I will be back in about a week. Thank you.